Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What a day for Kevin Durant, and it could be getting better in the very, very near future. Welcome aboard. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show. We're with you for the next 60 minutes, getting you set for this weekend. And coming up tonight at 1030 Eastern Time, it's the gold medal game of the Olympics in men's basketball. Team USA taking on France. Kevin Durant has his four-year extension with the Brooklyn Nets. Now he could focus on bringing home gold from his trip from Tokyo. Honestly, Aaron, these Olympic Games have not captured my imagination like others. The I, I just think of the world that we, we live in 
at this moment, it has been a, a little difficult not seeing the fans, especially in events like track and field was something that uh, swimming didn't bother me as much. But for some reason, when the runners would cross the finish line and not seeing the fans of the stands, it just had a had a different feel. So I was I was enthralled in golf and I've been enthralled in men's basketball. But outside of that, I can't say that the Olympics have captured my attention like they did in previous years. So I actually have enjoyed it quite a bit, um, you know, and I think maybe uh, part of it is I do think so a couple things. One, I do agree that just with the world that we live in, I think the pandemic taught us that we don't need sports every single night. And, and I don't I don't see us going back to a world where, you know, 50 million or 40 million people or whatever it is are watching every single night of the Olympics like they were a decade or two ago. I do think it's been hurt. Michael Phelps not being there, Usain Bolt, all that stuff. But I've actually enjoyed it. And um you know, whether it's because of new stars being uh, kind of created, Suni Lee, Sydney McLaughlin, who had an unbelievable run the other night. I, I don't know what it is, but I have enjoyed it. Can I say one other thing, Dan, that's a little controversial? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out a hot yeah, take. Go, you go tell right me. Away. Go right ahead. Don't worry. It's nothing too controversial. The time change and the fact that these things aren't shown live, it doesn't bother me like it bothers everybody else. And, and let me explain why. Most of these most of these events are on so early or at such inconvenient times that I wouldn't watch them anyway if they were live. And so I see people freaking out of, oh, you know, how can you have the gymnastics on the on the app instead of the the main feed? Like I pay this much for cable and like I get it. But like as an example, that Simone Biles, when she returned a few weeks, uh, a few nights ago to compete uh, for the final night of the event, like if it had been on live. I wouldn't have tuned in because it was at like four in the morning here on the West Coast, but it was on at seven o'clock at night on Tuesday or Wednesday night or whatever. And I tuned in and I had a blast watching it. So unpopular opinion. I've enjoyed not only have I enjoyed these Olympics, the fact that, um, you know, we were in a situation where a lot of this stuff wasn't shown live. I don't know that it's bothered me that much. Well, I, I, I will say this, that. Because we're on the West Coast, it's a different story for for those of you that are listening on the East Coast or even in the Midwest in the Central Time Zone. But we've been fortunate enough to get live coverage in our primetime window because it's the afternoon in Tokyo of the next day. And so there have been swimming races where we've seen, you know, swimming events that we've seen live. It may have been a Wednesday here, a Wednesday night here, but it was Thursday afternoon there. And that part hasn't thrown, you know, hasn't thrown, you know, me off in in any sense. And and I would also say to this and the tape delay stuff, even when stuff is in our country or in our time zones, whether the games may be in Canada, like they were in Vancouver 11 years ago for the for the winter games, they're still going to have tape delayed events because the primetime window for NBC was so focused on it. It's it's a TV show. It's not like a sporting event like we normally consume sports. They build their show around it. It's why Mike Tirico is throwing you from equestrian to swimming and over to beach volleyball because it's the Olympics TV show that they're putting on that night. And if you don't, if you can't grasp that portion of it, then you're never going to be able to grasp it or enjoy it. There's just it's even when stuff is is going on in our in our you know time zone or in our time zones, it's it doesn't fit when 1996, when the U S won the Olympic gold in gymnastics, yep. that was in the afternoon. Yes. 
You know, it wasn't it wasn't like prime time at nine o'clock Eastern time. No, that wasn't. And and so so that's kind of always been the Olympic way. And I've I've never understood. And to your point, if 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 you see an event and maybe knowing the results actually brings you into the event instead of taking you yes. out, knowing that Simone Biles is going to compete. So, yeah, so I it, that's not the reason why I was I, I told you the reason why I wasn't just, you know, locked yeah. in. I just think it's, you know, pandemic and COVID related and everything is still weird. But but, yeah, to your point, sometimes when you actually know the results, it actually brings you into what's going on. Well, and, and so, yeah, and I, I wasn't implying that that's why you're not watching. I'm just saying that, listen, I, I'll be honest. I mean, there are events like some of the Team USA basketball games have started about 1230 Eastern, 930 Pacific that I would watch live if it was on TV. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's you're exactly right is I think there's been a lot of these events that I tune in explicitly knowing what the outcome is. And maybe it's because, again, it, it's it's not a sport that I don't know, like obviously game four of the NBA finals. If that was on at 8 a.m., I would tune into that or the Super Bowl or March Madness or whatever. I would tune in regardless of what time it was. But, you know, like with gymnastics, like at the end of the day, I know nothing about it. I know we're not going to break it down here on Fox Sports Radio. You're not going to be asking me what I thought of Simone Biles' uh, floor routine or anything. And so it isn't a sport that I feel like I have to consume in real time and have an opinion on in real time. And we're going to break it down in four hours when I fill in for Doug Gottlieb. But yeah, I, I actually feel like it's been the opposite. Knowing the results in many of these cases has actually led me to get to the TV because I want to see what happened, how it happened. Is it as bad or as crazy as Twitter is making? it out to be or social media is making it out to be so I actually feel like it's been the opposite and uh, I've actually enjoyed these Olympics overall I really have I know that I'm in the minority though because a lot of people have told me that they really haven't watched very much of it so we, we don't know how Team USA is going to fare tonight so the, that has not been predetermined so we can watch in but again 10 30 eastern time and and I, I, as I said, I've watched, I've watched the men's basketball, watched a little of the women's basketball, watched the, uh, the men's golf event. The women's golf event is actually uh, about to enter its final round. So we've got those events that, that I've watched. But even, even throughout watching this and watching Team USA, the men's basketball team, a couple of weeks ago, following the loss to France in pool play, on my Sunday show, Sunday show with George Reister, we got into uh, the expectations for Team USA, and my my whole problem, Aaron, was that we don't we expect the United States to just go over and get gold. That's what you're supposed to do. You're NBA players. You're the best in the world. Go over there, do your job, come back, bring home the gold, and we'll be good. Anything less than that. We rip on them and their open season for extreme criticism. And I just, I had such a problem with it considering where we are pandemic-wise, who is not on this team, guys who actually have given up their time to be on this team. Kevin Durant's coming off of his Achilles is the perfect example of, he's just played a, a, a grueling playoff series against the Milwaukee Bucks where they lost in seven games. He had to carry his team in a season where he was coming back from an Achilles injury and he chooses to play for Team USA yet they don't beat France in pool play, and it's just open season on these guys. And I'm like, you know what? I got to the point where I'm like, guys, I don't care if you take gold. I don't care if you take fifth. I appreciate you competing in these Olympic Games. It wasn't about winning and losing. And that's actually how I still feel as they are on the verge of the gold medal. So win or lose tonight, I know some people may feel that the sky is falling. 
I'm happy with what Team USA did and how they were at least able to put this team together under what I think are extreme difficult circumstances. So I, I, I do kind of disagree with that. And first of all, I would say as far as Team USA basketball is concerned, it's the one time that I feel like I get to be an SEC football fan. And I, t- I said that to Kurt Heelan last hour. Uh, go back and listen to the podcast if you missed it. But, um, you know, most SEC football fan bases, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, LSU, you're expected to win every game. And I know Ohio State's not in the Big Ten or in, in the SEC, but Ohio State, there's a few other programs nationwide. Oklahoma who's going to be in the SEC soon. And, and, and when you win, well, you were supposed to win. And when you don't win, the sky is falling. And I do feel that way about Team USA basketball. And, and I was one, you know, it's funny, I was on right after you and George uh, that that following Sunday. I was on with Bucky Brooks. I heard you and George talk about it. I actually disagree. I, I think one, um, you know, we have by far the most talented team. This is a sport we created. We are the best team in this tournament. And yeah, I was one of those guys that was freaking out when they lost to France in the opener of the of the Olympics. What I would also say is, I truly respect and appreciate Kevin Durant for making the sacrifice to come play for his country, but I don't think you get a pass if you don't win. Now, again, this isn't, you know, table tennis or handball or a sport that we don't traditionally have success in, men's soccer, whatever. Um, we're expected to win, and while I appreciate Kevin Durant on a on on a repaired Achilles making the decision to play. While I respect Devin Booker, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday coming over straight from the NBA Finals, once you put on that jersey, I don't think the expectations change. And so if Kevin Durant had decided, you know what? As a matter of fact, I'll take it a step further with Kevin Durant. I was actually genuinely surprised when he did decide to play, knowing that the injury history was there and that he hadn't uh, you know, had much time off in between the, the NBA playoffs and the start of the, the, the Olympics. I was actually surprised to see that he wanted to play. But once you go over there, once you put on that jersey, I expect you to win. And it isn't going to be, in my opinion, and this is just mine and I, we obviously disagree, but it isn't going to be a free pass and, well, you know, we're just happy they showed up and it was a tough. No. Yeah, it's like, like, said you played to win what's, the game. What's the point? Like, 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 what are we doing here? Like, we're sitting there. Do these guys get any break? Like, if, if the United States could put together their ideal team with every single player being available to them – you think but, that they would win, but right? You, like, well, like, but they still have no. by far the most talented team in the tournament. So what you're saying yeah, is because – Yeah, but if you go to an open gym, if you go to an open gym, this is my point. Like, you go to an open gym, you're going to have the best team there. They're going to run off seven. But it's not run an open gym. This is the, the highest level of basketball there is with but the But that's my point, Aaron. That's my point. If there, there's going to be a game where, you know what, they may, you may lose in an open gym. You got the best players, you may lose in that run. But we sit there, we think that the sky is falling. And then when you look at what could have been, like these guys are the ones that are going over and playing. There's no LeBron. There's no Steph Curry. Like, like when are we going to at least cut these guys some slack instead of putting them under the microscope 24 hours a day, seven days a week? They're, they're actually – like they're, they're giving up their time for Team USA But once you decide to do, to do that, it's no longer the excuse of you're giving up – they're not going over there on a diplomacy tour. They're going over there to win gold. And so to me, if, if this was – this is not the equivalent – I don't even know if they do it anymore, Dan, but uh, – Back in when I was young, I remember, I don't know if it was every offseason or every other offseason, the U.S. Major League Baseball would send a group of all-stars for an exhibition over in Japan and they play all the Japanese teams or they played a Japanese all-star team or whatever. That was diplomacy. That was exhibitions. That didn't count. There was no trophy at the end. 
There is a trophy at the end. It's called the gold medal. And so I get that you're sacrificing your own time. I get that in many ways, I'm sure probably in their heart of hearts, the Brooklyn Nets don't want this for Kevin Durant. The Portland Trailblazers don't want this for Damian Lillard. But I just think, you know, you, you can't get the free pass if just for showing up. This isn't a participation trophy for showing up. If you decide to play, if you decide to represent your country, this is a competition with winners and losers, gold, silver, and bronze at the end. And if you're showing up as the heavy favorite, I expect you to win. Yeah, but you're, you guys, people like you are treating this like it's the NBA Finals or an NBA Playoffs, and it's not what's even, the difference, it's not even close to that. Why, why is it? What's why? the difference? Are yeah, you kidding? The they're, difference? They're go- yeah, they're, they're not getting paid. This isn't their legacy. They're doing it on their own time. Guys have gotten two weeks to work with the same team. This is supposed to be the offseason for half those guys, so you can criticize them over the nine months of the season. That's the difference, Aaron. And and, and like the, like it's a big difference. We don't care about Team USA basketball at all we do. until Oklahoma, until the Olympics end up coming up once every four years. Like that's well, how could it's we just care? In that they don't window. Play, they don't play every single year. World basketball tournaments. You've got you got that. We're it, not sitting there fretting about that. When they I lost just think dropping me- one game to France in pool play, and we're talking about the sky is falling, and then they're going to end up winning the gold. Nobody's going to be excited if they win the gold tonight. It's yeah. going to be the hey, great, you know, that's what you're expected to do sure. thanks now come back here that's what's absurd but it, about it but isn't that what the play isn't that the player like the players are going to be happy but the players are going over there expecting to win gold are they not going to be disappointed if they don't take home the oh gold? sure yeah they're, com- then they're why competing. can't i be disappointed too be- well just it's the expectations of it it's it's do what you're supposed to and then just uh deal with it and get it done and if not it's so not let good me enough. ask you a question alabama football their expectation is, you know, to- George. Are you and George Rice? Did you like copy the same thing? Did he because say that? These are, these are the same things. I'm having like deja vu from two That's weeks funny. ago. I just don't I- care. I don't, I don't get why you guys care so much. It's yeah. like it's it's it, it's a great thing. It's a two week thing. You get to see guys play with each other when they when they haven't. But I mean, this isn't this isn't the uh, this this team is not Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, and Dwayne Wade on the same team. It's not even close to to what that is. I mean. You know, they made they made some some decisions on the roster just to figure out how to figure out how to, how to compete a, to complete a full team. Like JaVale McGee isn't one of the top 12 players in the NBA or, or American born in the NBA. But you're trying to figure out a team because you have gaps here and gaps there. It's just a crazy it's, – it's been a crazy year. It's a crazy situation. They're not even close to being their best team. They've put together a team of guys that are willing to do so, th- three of which, by the way, were playing in the NBA Finals two weeks ago, and we want to hold them to these standards. I just – I don't yes, get I- it. I just – it's too much. It's to, you know, like we need to take a little – we need to pump our brakes a little bit. We can definitely to agree to disagree. I just feel like – it's a competition. And so you ask me how it's different from the NBA Finals. It's not any different. You go into the NBA Finals, expect if you're a player, you expect to win. And so in my opinion, if the players are going in, giving, giving it, they're all expecting to win. This isn't the preseason. This isn't an exhibition. There's wins and losses. They count in the record books. And there's a medal and there's a trophy at the end of it. To me, it's much different uh, than, uh, you know, anything. It's it's the highest level of competition. I expect my is team it? to win. I had no idea that George Reister made. Yeah, I mean, yes, it's the highest level of international when the, basketball. When the team is when when Drew Holiday, Devin Booker, and Chris Middleton have well, had but, but it's have unf- had how many practices with the team? 
But that's the that's that's every team though, and that's the biggest crock going is that oh these teams practice. Australia has eight new players since the last Olympics, so you know I hear this stuff of well all these teams they practice here. No, they don't. The, Australia has a, a bunch of guys that are playing in the NBA just like like the United States is. My only point is to me it's no different than Olympic gymnastics, Olympic swimming, Olympic whatever. If we have, the I'd best love to team, hear your diving criticism. Well, I would actually, love di- to diving. I don't. I know would what love we were to. Expected. But I mean, I think it's fair to be disappointed that the U.S. didn't win all around when they were the overwhelming favorite in gymnastics, and I don't um, think it's any different for basketball. Imagine, no wonder why gymnasts have problems because three years, eleven months out of the year, no one cares what they do, and then and and then when you want to talk about having stress. Then you end up going to compete in the event. You got millions of people on Twitter complaining that you didn't do your job when they have no idea what you, they are talking about. I will no say, wonder why they're stressed. I will say you this. No wonder. I will it's say right this there. real quick. I know we got to get to break. I have a friend who was actually an Olympic gymnast this year. And trust me, the internal pressure of working four years to get to Basically, this the, the one the one she basically said, I worked four years for the one meet that matters. That was the U.S. trials into the U.S. Olympics. The pressure they're putting on themselves is much worse than anything going on on I, social I, media. Yeah, no, I I understand that the pressure that they put on themselves, but what what fun is it? I mean, you talk. I mean, that's the it's part of the conversation that that now is so much in our in, in our daily talk shows that we have here or on social media or places. It's about the mental health of this. That's just the point of it. Just you're if you're expected to win, you better do it. Otherwise, we're going to we're going to criticize you. I, I, I just I don't think that that needs to be the end all when it comes to the Olympics, because I don't think that's what the Olympics are about. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. College football practices are underway, but we're still feeling the backlash from that Texas-Oklahoma secession from the SEC. What's next for the other eight schools and a look ahead? That's coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at graduate hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues, and they're obsessed with college sports just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks. Nods to campus, legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. Why would you stay anywhere else? You know, Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot the next time you go to see a game. There's over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. And odds are wherever you're going, especially if you're taking a college trip with your kids, upcoming conference tournament, or just a big college game, you can check them all out at graduatehotels.com. And here's the ultimate win. My listeners can get 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug, good at any Graduate Hotel. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. Julie tweets in, the whole point of using pros was to make sure we won the gold after the college kids lost. This on the heels of the discussion Aaron and I had about Team USA and their expectations. All I have to say is uh, the Olympics didn't decide that pros were to be allowed to allow the United States to win gold. I just that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't the the reason why. All right, the Olympics. Yeah, no, we gotta have USA win this. Let's let's let the pros and let's have that. What that wasn't the the beginning of it. There was there's other countries could use their pros as well. We've seen it. We've seen Luka Doncic with Slovenia. Just uh, I know there's it, it and it's more of a more of a this Olympics as opposed to other Olympics when it's maybe more of a traditional sort of schedule. But uh, we'll we'll just leave it at that. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox College Football. 
Yes, fast approaching. We can actually start talking about teams and schools and not who's going to play where and what conference. Joining us now, our good buddy from College Football News, Pete Futek, joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Pete, how's the Friday going? It's fine, and I apologize. I think I'm the one person who just doesn't care about men's Olympic basketball just because like, if they wanted to win the gold, really, they'd just go win it. They, you can, we have the best players. Like, we know it. It's just a question of will. And, all right, so who cares if they win or not? I, I, that's just me. That's my personal opinion. I'm the only one. Actually, I'm kind of with you. I just appreciate the guys who actually showed up because there are a bunch of guys that didn't want to show up. And that's it. Aaron and I were kind of going back and forth about that for the last uh, 15 minutes or so. And just, uh, yeah, that, that's where we get. Don't worry. The Olympics will be ending uh, this weekend. So then we can maybe resume this conversation four years from now when they're playing in, in Paris. But let's let's talk some college uh, football. I do want to start out with conference realignment just because there's really no easy way to transition otherwise. But we're in a bit of a, I don't know, standstill right now. What does the Big Ten do? What does the Pac-12 do? We haven't heard a lot of talk about it. Could this be another situation where something just comes out of the blue and things are happening under the current or things just kind of still right now? Pete, what have you been hearing? I've got to believe there is an undercurrent. Obviously, these there, there are contingency plans. There are ideas. Part of the problem is for both conferences, there's not a whole heck of a lot they can do unless they've got some way to get around the legalese and the contracts that I have just not been aware of or nobody's been able to talk about. Because the main problem with all this is that the ACC has given up its deal with all their grant-of-rights TV stuff until, like, the year 3014. I mean, it's like, it's insane how long this ACC deal is, and it is a bad deal for everybody. It's not like the Big 12, where, yeah, what's $75 million between, you know, friends, you know, from Texas or Oklahoma just to spend that and get out of their deal. It, 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 like, I think it's 2036 for the ACC team. So, like, for, if you're the Big 10 you don't go after little brother. You always go after, like, the University of Nebraska or University of Maryland. I mean, you're not going to go after Iowa State. You're not going to go after – I mean, so there's a limited amount of schools that are like that, and Texas is definitely one of them. That's obviously not looking like it's going to happen. North Carolina would be the other. Because North Carolina, in the academic side, size-wise, alumni side, that fits uh, with Wisconsin, Texas, Penn State, they're all kind of in the same group there in terms of just levels. That's probably not going to happen. So what else you got? I mean, there just aren't any university of, you know, states out there other than maybe Kansas. So the Big Ten's kind of stuck, and the pac 12 kind of stuck. Because if they don't go after Kansas, what do you do? I mean, okay, San Diego State, maybe. But you got to get somewhere out of the Pacific time zone. That's kind of hard to do. Uh, with the remaining schools that are really possibly on the table for So, Pete, you referenced all the things the Pac-12, the Big Ten could do. Sounds like you feel like the SEC is going to stick to 16 for the time being? Um, there's all these rumors that they kind of want Clemson or want Florida State, but you have to remember this is a business uh, thing. It's all about money. It's not necessarily about the, the talent and the, uh, the competitiveness because part of the problem is what does Clemson and Florida State really add, as crazy as that sounds, for the SEC once the SEC gets Texas and Oklahoma? Because, I mean, obviously Clemson's obviously the big name. But, again, at one point, 
one point you have like a diminishing return on everything you're going to split. And that's the part of this puzzle that still, I, I, I still have a part of me that just doesn't quite buy Texas and Oklahoma yet. I get it for Oklahoma, but for Texas, it's the richest athletic department in all of college sports. They are very much not used to playing you know, with every you're playing, sharing well with others. I mean, they, they, the whole socialist idea of, hey, we're just going to split all this bowl and TV money with everybody doesn't really quite fit. And academic-wise, I, I always get yelled at after I say this, but if Texas joins, it's the second-best academic institution in the SEC, and maybe Florida's right there, but that's about it. It's not exactly going up in terms of overall profile. And on a competitive standpoint, hey, have fun. You're, you're beating your head against the wall against Alabama, Georgia, Florida every year. I kind of don't get it for Florida, or for Texas. Pete Futek joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Get him on Twitter at Pete Futek. Of course, at collegefootballnews.com. Is Quinn Ewers uh, graduating this summer and then enrolling at Ohio State? Is, is he the one-off, or is this what we can expect now in the new name, image, and likeness rules that are here in college sports? It's got to be part of the new rule. I mean, it's, it's unfortunately, I think it's going to be part of it, and yeah. it's a, it's. It's not good. I, it just isn't. Look, I, mean, I get it. You know, if it's your dream to go play college football, go play college football. Where JT Daniels did this uh, a couple of years ago when he left early and skipped a senior year for USC. Uh, but it stinks because, you know, the, the brutal reality is, you know, Texas has a rule where you can't make money as a high school uh, quarterback. And so they have all these name, image, and likeness deals that basically were going to kick in the second Ewers became an Ohio State Buckeye. So he's like, all right, I'm going to go become a Buckeye and make a whole lot of money, which, you know, look, God bless him. I mean, going back to the Olympics, we're well past the point of, you know, having kids and professionalism kind of, you know, mix and match here. Uh, but still, it's, you know, you only get one senior year of high school. And now with the name, image, and like this thing, Let's just cut to the chase. They're professionals. They're professional athletes, and they're subject to all the same stuff, the agents, the pressures, the money, all that is going to go in, as well as being a college student. So it's going to be the norm, and it's not a positive. So, Pete, you bring up an interesting point. I'm not really talking right now, this second, 2021. Do you ever think we get to a point, though, 5, 10, 15 years down the road? We think of college football as this monolith that's only going to keep growing, but you look at the professional elements of it, it's getting pretty far from where it once was, where we're going to have these geographically, you know, conferences if they even exist in 15 years or geographically not based. You lose your rivalries, you lose this, you lose that. You now have a quarterback or guys in the locker room making millions of dollars. I love college football, but we are, it feels like we're trending towards a place where it is essentially uh, professional, and I know people would say, oh, it's been professional for a long time, but we're, we're getting to a pretty close place where, where the lines are really blurred between the pros and college. Where's the charm? Yeah, yep. so I'm with you. It, it, it's, I, first of all, I'm 100% for name, image, and likeness. We have to remember the players getting paid. The colleges aren't paying them, the networks aren't paying them, the conferences aren't paying them. So essentially this boils down to these guys are now able to get jobs. And if you can start with just that, that's fine. Look, my kid's about to turn 18 and be a senior. Once she turns 18, she can make all this money off her TikToks. You know, it's, that's, what nor- that's what kids do. And now that's what these college players are going to do. So that's fine. 
But the problem now becomes like you're right. Like if college sports is just about the you know the the way the songs just about the money because it obviously always has been about the money. But you're right. There's just the the charm in it is kind of lacking. So once you're getting everybody paid, which even that's that, that's fine because I think people, the average people don't know just how much money these guys get in stipends and uh, scholarship money, which is not enough comparable to the money that they generate for these schools. But they do already make money in certain ways. Now it's just a little more open. But what's going to get weird about this, I, I use Auburn as an example. What happens if you know, Bo Nix got this deal, the start, projected starting quarterback, he got this deal with a sweet tea company. What happens if T.J. Finley wins the job? So now, if you're a college kid, you're not only worried about college and, you know, the social life and school and all that and being a quarterback and being young. You don't have to worry about your sponsor. you got to worry about your money. you got to worry about your agent, your marketing company, all these other parts of the puzzle that add a lot more pressure to an already pressure-packed situation if you're the starting quarterback at, you know, Monster School X or something. Pete Futak joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, last one for me, Pete. With all of this happening, and, and I'll just take Ohio State for the example, because now your quarterback room has grown by another, and it's another five-star athlete that's in your quarterback room. Are we going to see more transferring because of maybe guys enrolling earlier? And how much of a problem is I, – I know it's a good problem to have, but is it a problem for coaches to deal with with guys reclassifying and moving in maybe because of uh, NIL reasons? Got to always be recruiting your guys. And, look, that's going to be an issue because if you are you – know, look at a team like a school like Alabama. Or keep it, keep, keep it your Ohio State theory. If you're going to Ohio State – you're a four- to five-star guy, and you're going to assume from now going forward that, hey, I might be the quarterback for Ohio State, and I will be a multimillionaire based off of the deals I'm going to get. Well, what if you don't win the job? You know, what if you are, like you said, like you'll always be recruiting. You could be a sophomore. You waited your turn. Okay, Justin Fields is gone. All right, it's my turn. Oh, wait, Quinn Ewers is going to come in. You know, like you're, you're always replaceable. That's going to be an issue going forward. So there's going to have to be sort of a pushback in some way, shape, or form. I, I am all for players' rights. I'm all for player movement, doing what you ever have to do. But with the NCAA, which is kind of de-emphasizing its role in all this, at some point the transfer portal is going to have to be tweaked because it's way too easy for players to transfer, which is fine, except for that the second they announce a depth chart at Ohio State, you're going to get about 100 different saying, hey, C.J. Stroud, you'd fit in really great here. And so it just kind of gets to that free agency thing, which, again, you know, look, you don't like to think of it as a professional sport, but that's really what it is. Once the ball gets kicked off, everyone's going to be cool. But it does, again, it's kind of the charm out of college football. He's Pete Futek at collegefootballnews.com. Find him on Twitter at Pete Futek. Have a great weekend, man. We'll talk to you again. Thanks. Anytime, guys. You have a great one. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or 
wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, yeah, could a sport that you play in your backyard be headed to the Olympics? Maybe. Uh, cornhole in the Olympics. You pro or against it, Aaron Torres? So I, I think once we got to skateboarding and surfing and, you know, I, I think when we think the Olympics, we think of these, you know, uh, whatever events. Now we pretty much have everything. And so if we have three-on-three basketball, uh, I see no reason why we can't add cornhole, why we can't add darts, why we can't add anything like that. I am in favor. Expand the Olympics. More content. I love it. I, I am I, – I don't want to be old guy, get off my lawn, but we might also include gardening then in the Olympics. Like if we're just, we're, we're going so far out of, I, I just, listen, cornhole's fun. It's fun to play with your neighbors, fun to play with your buddy. And I know that it's exploding out there. It just seems to me that this is, I, I don't know if it's on the heels of, of curling in the winter Olympics where people like love to watch curling, but you're like, well, how do you get into how do you get into curling? I don't know if there's a similar aspect of that. But like bowling's not even in the Olympics. Like doesn't bowling have to go first before something like cornhole would would be allowed? That would be my my thing. Like, there's got to be like a natural progression. I just I don't I I don't know how you could just all of a sudden put cornhole in when you're not including something like bowling. It seems to me that they're kind of trying to to skate off the heels of curling, which doesn't have any of the same skill effects of cornhole, except you just have different people on the ends of something. Important like, question. Is there any reason yeah. we can't just have bowling too? Well, it tried like about 30 really? some years ago. I didn't know that. Yeah, they tried to have it once, and then I think it was more of the logistics and of, yeah, it just, it it appeared in 1988, I think. Oh, wow. I, yeah, the, in the, in the Seoul uh, games, but that was the only time that it was. I just don't, I uh, listen, I, I, I love playing it. I just don't know how you can make that an Olympic sport. That's to me, is just pushing it a little too much. I would I, just, I'm fine watching it professionally on TV on ESPN too. I know Lee Delap, our executive producer, is a huge cornhole guy. But when is enough enough? Why can't you know? I think it's just Lee wants to be in the Olympics. Let the man dream. <laughs> yeah, Let the USA. man dream. Team USA and Lee. If you went to the Olympics uh, playing cornhole, I would not expect you to win a gold medal. I would just Whoa. say, Lee, thank you for showing up and representing your country. I'm proud of what you've done. For I, the I actually partook in a in a tournament not too long ago, a few weeks ago, and I uh, got crushed. Yes, but oh, it, but it was a fun time, and I I think it should make its way to the Olympics along with bowling and all that. The, uh, the Olympics are going to have to make it a, a three-month affair if we just keep on adding sports like this. That's, that's what's going to happen. Uh, He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Bayer. That's John Ramos. Uh, get him on Twitter at JSRamos6. Elite Delaps, our executive producer. Glad to have you with us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Deals were given out left and right today in the NBA and the National Football League. Who got the best deal? We'll tell you next year on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at graduate hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their, their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues, and they're obsessed with college sports just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, Nods to campus, legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. Why would you stay anywhere else? You know, graduate hotels are the perfect spot the next time you go to see a game. There's over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. And odds are wherever you're going, especially if you're taking a college trip with your kids, upcoming conference tournament, or just a big college game, you can check them all out at graduatehotels.com. And here's the ultimate win. 
My listeners can get 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug. Good at any graduate hotel. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer sitting in for Doug today. You'll be at it with Artie Spanier again tomorrow night here on Fox Sports Radio, right, Aaron? I sure will be. And on top of that, I will be following you and George Reister on Sunday. I think it's you and George Reister. I will be with TJ Hushmanzada at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific on Sunday. So, All right. Yeah, George and I, 5 o'clock Eastern time on Sunday. Tomorrow I'll be with Bucky Brooks at 5 o'clock Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Isaac Lohenkron is now here with us with the press. The press. What's happening, Isaac? Deals, 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 deals. That's what's happening. Kevin Durant, four-year, $198 million extension with the Brooklyn Nets. Chris Haynes reporting that Kawhi Leonard deciding to re-sign with the Los Angeles Clippers. And in the NFL, Bills quarterback Josh Allen agreeing to a six-year extension worth $258 million. So that was literally just what? A a $600, $650 million paragraph? (laughs) Quite a lucrative day. As much as I wasn't surprised by the Josh Allen or Kawhi deal, um, that's how much I was surprised about Kevin Durant. I did not think that this was – I thought he was going to enter free agency again and look for a new team. But instead, right now, Brooklyn's home. I'm shocked. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. Uh, I couldn't believe that he signed as early as he did. Kind of cool. It happened during the Olympics, so clearly this has been in the works for a while. I didn't think it was going to come this fast. Yet here we are, guys. The ratings just in for last night's Hall of Fame game, kicking off the NFL preseason between the Cowboys and Steelers in Canton. And get this: the telecast drew seven million three hundred. 26,000 viewers on Fox making it the most watched NFL preseason game since 2017 and yes. it also beat out the Olympics last night head to head. Man, that's tough. You know, and NBC usually has the Hall of Fame game because uh but because of the Olympics, you know, Fox then ends up uh airing it this year and you know, better better for us, but Man, 7.3. That's why that's why I don't get Aaron why people complain about preseason yeah. football cuz I I actually think it's the people who are so involved in football that are the only ones who are really complaining about about what we had last night. I, I agree. I first of all, you know, I will say I thought some of the Olympics uh being down was just that maybe people everything is down because there's so many options and so much going on in our world today apparently i was wrong if this was the highest rated uh you know preseason game in five years but i i I just think it speaks to how much people love football yeah i also think it does help having the steelers and cowboys play in that game great call and apparently last night nbc stood for nobody cared finally the lakers officially announcing many of their various free agent signings and to add his contribution Dwight Howard on social media decided to regale social media viewers with his impersonations of various pundits, starting with Charles Barkley and Shaq of Inside the NBA, followed by a cameo from Shannon Sharp. Here's Dwight Howard and his impersonations on the Lakers signings. Oh, the Los Angeles Lakers, they went and got, they went and got everybody. I still got the Milwaukee Bucks winning. I got Giannis. He's the new Superman. 
so I think he's gonna win. They got Russell Westbrook skill, LeBron James skill, and skill, skill. Carmelo. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. I actually thought his Barkley sounded more like President Obama than than actual Charles Barkley because it had more of a rasp to it. All I'll say real quick, thank you, Dan, for having me. We got to go. So We do. All right. For Aaron Torres, I'm Dan Beyer. This has been the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Heal up, Doug! Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 